0: Hey, hey, Michigan Maniacs. This is the Michigan Football Rant, and I am your host, Adam Brewer. This is a quick hitter episode, uh, just kind of like a bi-week hangout. So it's really just anything that's on my mind of recent. Um, so, of course, we're all very excited, right, about uh, the playoff. And, I mean, obviously, we're all nervous, but... Um, so let's not really worry about that, right? For right now, the, with the transfer portal and other things happening, there's a few things that have just been sticking in my head a little bit. One is what is the future of the Power Five? I mean, what's that really going to look like when everything gets kind of all mixed together next year? I mean, I, I know, it goes Town, I, I know technically there's a Power Four conference now, right? Uh,. I don't know. I I just think in a few years, it, I don't know, man. I just see a power two conference really with like 30 teams on each one of them because let's face it, man, the Big 12 has just gotten weaker, right? I mean, they sure, the Big 12 adds, uh, let's see, the Big 12 adds Arizona, ASU, Colorado, and Utah. One good team out of the four. Well, I mean, U of A is starting to do something, so we'll see how that goes, but ASU stinks. Colorado right now still stinks. I guess Dion could make uh, some progress. I guess we'll find that out. But in a few years, that's if he stays. You never know what's going to happen with him. Um, Big 12 then loses Texas and Oklahoma uh, to the SEC. ACC still stinks. I mean, they only add three of the worst teams you could possibly add to the ACC or any conference, really. Cal, SMU, and Stanford who cares i mean between all three of them smu's pretty good i guess but i mean they they are a power what i don't even know are they a, a part they're like a group of 5 aren't they i mean they then they lose or beat liberty i thought liberty was a, like a christian school or something um i just think the big 10 and the sec are really just going to overtake college football to be quite honest And they're going to create some weird league. It's really going to turn into the minor leagues of of pro football, to be quite honest with you. I mean, look, we're already headed to two massive uh, conferences, you know. And that's just going to be like the AFL and the NFL, right? I mean, because look at the top – just look at the top ten. Actually, you know what? If there was a 12-team playoff – Right, let's say that it's next year, 12 team playoff. You know what the 12 teams would consist of five big 10, uh, five big 10 teams, right, with Michigan, Washington, uh, Ohio, um, Oregon, and Penn State, right? Those are the five. Then you'd have six SEC teams with uh, Oklahoma, Old Miss, Missouri, Georgia. Uh, Bama and Texas, and then one ACC team. I mean, come on, man! And, and it, <laughs> this is embarrassing. I'm telling you right now. If you haven't already heard some of my other thoughts, I'm. T- I think. We're it's gonna come it's gonna become more what I believe it's gonna be than anything else. It's going to become professional football or you know the the minor leagues of that because you're gonna have these kids going from Michigan all the way over to LA or Washington in Oregon, and there's gonna be road trips and they're gonna have to have like a four game swing or whatever, and they're not gonna be able to go to class. So these kids are gonna have to change their majors, watch. Guarantee you, majors will come out to be, oh, well, there will, now the football players can now major in football or coaching or something to that extent. So this way, they can still play football and dedicate all their time now to that because their major is coaching or their major is football or whatever whatever loophole they decide to come up with. And that's what you're going to see. It's the only way this is going to happen. Then... The only thing that's going to exist, and all the other sports are going to have to deal with the nonsense, right? Like, oh, how do how do the field hockey team go on a four week uh, trip where they play Oregon, Washington, UCLA, USC? Who cares that that's going to be that's going to be the real problem with college athletics is how the little guys deal with all that stuff. The big ones, like football and basketball, will not be touched baseball maybe might have a problem every once in a while not even hockey you're going to see all these teams just it's going to change how college athletics is done these major conferences it's going to change everything so I think we need to get really get ready for this I mean the 12 team playoff is already going to be here next year NIL is just ramping up right they're finding new new ways to be able to to uh, pay these kids. Harbaugh's pushing for revenue sharing with with the players. So it's all happening. We're watching college sports right now uh, transform. We're in the infancy stage of watching college amateur athletics turn into major sports. It, I mean, it's already major, you know what I mean? But I'm talking about professional-level sports. That's what we're watching right now. And then we're going to watch the rest of the – The rest of the non-important sports either disappear or, uh, I don't know, no one's going to care anyways. Let's face it. I would like to tell you that I give a shit what the golf team's going to do, but I don't. I don't give a shit. I barely care what's going to happen with the hockey or baseball teams, let alone, you know, what, volleyball? No. No, thank you. Don't care. Um, So that's what I'm thinking. I just think we're going to just see two major conferences, and I would say, Five years could be earlier, but I'll say the way things kind of move, five years at by ten, absolutely one hundred percent minor league sports. It's going to be, it's going. These kids are going to get paid millions upon millions of dollars. They're not even going to have to go to school anymore. It's going to be, it's, it's just, it's going to be, you know, minor leagues. That's just exactly what it is. I can't say it anymore. Uh, also, too, guys, I am telling you, if this comes true. You guys are going to have to really just start appreciating some of these takes I give you because I I listen to a ton of Michigan podcasts and I hear or some of the same ideas and stuff that I've been pushing for a while now. Now, listen, you're going to start hearing from some of these podcasts about uh, the transfer portal being more important than recruiting. If you've been listening to my podcast for more than just... Uh, this season, I think even last season and the season before that, I was pushing that the transfer portal because Michigan does it so well that the transfer portal is like the is like the trade is like trades and stuff in the, in the uh, free agency is what I'm looking for. Sorry, it's late and I'm got to get ready to go to sleep, but it's like the free agency market in all pro sports. And what's so great about what Michigan is doing is that they realize this early. They are ahead of the curve because Harbaugh, NFL coach. I'm telling you, you're going to start to see guys uh, or teams with uh, head coaches that are like used to be NFL coaches or heading to the NFL that are going to really, really hit the portal hard with how they – Recruit or anything like that, because if you think about it, and I'll, I'll say it once again, if you recruit well into the portal, right, and you, you start pulling out what you need from that, you then can take the four-star, the three-star athlete in the recruiting from high school and then build them up. You can take time to cultivate their talents and get them ready for the spotlight So while doing that, you can supplement all your holes and all your needs through the portal. And I mean, no better example of that than Michigan. Because if you look at what Michigan has done now, I'm I'm sure Washington's done this and Oregon has done this. And every team is doing it now, but no one does it better than Michigan at this point, in my opinion. Because if you look at it, Texas, it's just in the top 10, right? Florida State probably... Uh, well, I don't know, I can't say Florida State, but I know Alabama, Texas, Ohio, and even Oregon, I believe, and Georgia for sure, all out recruit Michigan. But where's Michigan right now? Number one in the nation, right? Because of their critical, their very savvy fucking um, uh, pickups in the transfer portal. I mean, I'm telling you. And now you're going to start hearing other podcasts are talking about that. But remember, when you first when you hear it, remember who told you at first, I just want my flowers because I've been on the edge of some really cool shit over my career here. Right. I named when I I, I knew where uh, McCaffrey was going when he left. I knew uh, I called the urban retirement thing. I, so I've said some stuff. Anyways, I no need. To, oh, I said that. Ryan Day was going to be the downfall of Ohio football and I got I got lambasted on that one. But it's starting to look like it's the truth. So, all right. Portal, I mean, cuz if you're going to throw money at a kid, throw money at a kid that has actual actual experience in college football. Also, it is great because you're getting these third string four string kids at Alabama and Georgia that would be number one guys anywhere else and coming out and going to your squad and I'm telling you this is why I really believe that the run game has changed and because last year we saw a lot and I mean a lot of teams just tearing it up with with the running game but is it any is it like any shock that Michigan, Penn State, Wisconsin, Um, I should, you know what, I'm going to look this up and I actually make a, another quick hitter episode about this, but I'm telling you the decline in long runs, uh, big rushing days for offenses is i would say due to the portal because now if you really look at it every time you watch a game a lot of big plays are made and then you'll hear oh uh johnny two steps oh that was a that's a nil i mean that's a transfer portal kid from auburn or hey that's davy no nuts he's oh he's a third he was a transfer portal guy from Bama and then oh yeah Travis Dingling he was the oh yeah he was our guy from Georgia and you're going to start hearing that a lot with a lot of teams from like go to Penn State or I mean just look at all the big time contributors for defenses this season on your favorite defenses and I guarantee you most of them are transfer portal kids so I really do. I believe that the that some of these hard running teams like Michigan have been hit hardest against better defenses now because they have better guys coming through the portal that they didn't have last year. Well, I'm telling you, we just haven't seen the effects, and we're starting to see that now. The transfer portal is really starting to be. I mean, it's it's noticeable, man. It is creating parity in college football like no other. That's why the Georgias don't look as good as they normally do. That's why the Bamas are beatable now because they don't have the, the like waves of backup after backup after backup that are all five stars. Now they may have one guy in the back in like, their, their backup that's a five star because the other guys are leaving town. So I'm telling you, the transfer portal is huge. Michigan's doing it correct. It's going. I mean, I just think we're going to continue to get better and better, and that's why I, I'm really starting to turn my hopes around on what to, uh, 2024 will be, um, even if Harbaugh leaves, because I'm sure Sharon Moore will probably be the guy that we, we hire. But still, because of the transfer portal and because of how great Michigan does it, I think you won't see a tremendous drop-off. Right, You just won't, and Michigan's proving it to these kids because why be a third stringer at Alabama or Texas A&M when you can go to Michigan and start and still make it to the playoff? You know what I mean? Georgia and Alabama are always going to make it to the playoff because they're that good. They're always going to be in the top 12 more than likely, so they're going to make it to the playoff regardless. But you can immediately go to Michigan and make an impact. You don't have to wait, you know? When you're a kid like that. And so, to speak of that, what here are some of the, my wish list guys that we could get in the portal? Now, there's only a few, and they're only, th- I only put down three, right, that I would really love to see come. And one of them isn't even in the portal. I don't even know if he will be, but if he does, it would be fantastic. Um, one, Dante Moore, I think was great. If we can get that kid, Fantastic. Now, listen, I say these names. I don't know if they're a great fit for Michigan as in character, good character guys, right? That'll be, that'll be ultimately what we want. So I'm going to say these names in assumption and assuming that these guys are good character fits for Michigan, right? Because I have no idea if they are not. So we'll just go with that they are. Dante Moore, I think, athletically place a position. Everything you can think of Dante Moore is fantastic. I hope we get him, especially if J.J. is leaving. Um, then the defensive tackle, because I'm just loving what Michigan's doing right now, but I would love to see Walter Nolan come to Michigan. Now, I don't know about the character guy. He could probably is a great character kid, but I'm just saying – I would love to see him come from Texas A&M. I wanted him to come when he was on Michigan's radar about two years ago. I desperately want him now. And the one that I really, really would love it if he came into the portal, and, I th- and I'm i telling you, I'm calling my shot on this one. I could be absolutely wrong, but I'm calling my shot on this one. Uh, Damonte Jackson. He was supposed to come to Michigan. Remember him and Will Johnson had this pact that they were going to come and shut down the Big Ten and they're going to be the two best cornerbacks in Michigan history and all this, blah, blah, blah. And then Demonte Jackson went to USC. USC stinks. He's already going to be playing the Big Ten because they're a part of the Big Ten now. USC stinks. Why suffer through whatever they're in? Plus... USC's defense is god awful. I don't know if Lincoln Riley's going to hire a guy who knows what he's doing when it comes to, to defense. Why waste another year in an awful defense? Because I just have zero faith in Lincoln, Lincoln Riley to make the right decision. He couldn't do it in Oklahoma and he hasn't done it at USC. I don't see why he'd all of a sudden make a great defensive hire. Come to Michigan. Come to Michigan. We already have everything set up. If they get this deal done, I because from what I heard, I don't really know anything, obviously. I hear that they're working with the assistants to get them paid, just the so, same with Harbaugh, not obviously same money, but to take care of them, to get them taken care of. So if we can keep Jesse Minter, come to Michigan, Damonte Jackson. That would be fucking fantastic. Shut down the, oh my God, could you imagine Damani Jackson and Will Johnson at our cornerback and that will fit a need that we we have coming up next season. Holy moly, that would be amazing. Um, Okay, so now we're going to close it off with this quick hitter episode with, um, I heard a, a question on a podcast that I actually thought was pretty interesting and it's been asked a few times in other podcasts and I always like to talk about it when I hear it. And that is if you can pull one player from the history of Michigan, one from offense and one on defense, right, to help Michigan win the national title, who would your two players be? Okay. So one, I will give you who I want and then the honorable mention on each side. Okay, so one, offensive. I want Taylor Luan. I want Taylor Luan because one, he is when he played I think he's retired now right but when he played he was one of the nastiest most talented most athletic offensive linemen we have ever had and I think Carson Barnhart is really good at guard but you put Taylor Luwan at tackle oh my god Dude, uh, unbelievable. Next level. Uh, JJ could actually sit in the pocket and throw the ball. He wouldn't have to run for his God given life. Boom, right there. I think Taylor One pushes us over the edge. Now, listen, there's been plenty of talented kids that I thought about. Like, then I started thinking, um, I wanted Devin Func- uh So, honorable mention, Devin Funches. I know, uh, wide receiver, tight end. He's I don't think we ever used him correctly in Michigan, right? So I would love to give him a chance to come back and kind of prove that he was the elite athlete I thought he was. Devin Funches would be amazing in this in this fucking uh in this offense. You could do a Funches, Barner, Loveland. Three three uh three tight ends. Well you technically became a wide receiver at the end. But holy crap. You do that with Roman Wilson, phenomenal. That would be great as honorable mentioned, but give me Taylor LeWan starting on the offense, then let's go to the defense. This was this was hard for me, but I really believe that for us to I mean this would be a lock for us to win a national title, I think. Uh, give me Charles Woodson Charles Woodson because one Charles Woodson shuts down the other side of the field will Johnson shuts down one side of the field Charles Johnson shuts down the other name one one wide receiver that could have any type of successful day out of the three out of the three teams that we would face you know that the potential of us facing in, in the in the national title we stop bama pretty easily they're wide receivers and then you with that, we could have, we could focus one of our linebackers just to solely go after Milrow, but you, Milrow already holds the ball longer than he probably should have, or he should as a quarterback. Now you put Will Johnson and Charles Woodson. <laughs> it's it's a wrap kid. It's done. And then that also helps us with the special teams, put, put Charles Woodson back there to receive punts and kickoffs and stuff like that. Boom! That solidifies all that nonsense there too. Unbelievable. So I think you give me Taylor, one Charles Woodson, but also for honorable mention for the defense, how about Devin Bush? Devin Bush, holy crap! You you want to talk about a guy who could just uh, just uh, pay attention to Milrow? Milrow ain't, ain't running of that kid. Devin Bush was a monster. Awesome. Uh, that would be one of my guys. So honorable mentions I think are really good, but I'm telling you it would be a lock guarantee if we had Taylor Wan and Charles Woodson. Um actually you know what? Uh you know what? Uh hit me up, DM me, send something, or when I uh post the uh when I post on uh um the episode sorry I'm, I'm tired and it's late uh, when I post the little uh, episode alert on IG or or Twitter or whatever just put down who you the two that you want and let's see maybe I mean there's gotta be great conversation starters so hit me up let me know and guys it is great to be a Michigan Wolverine I don't necessarily know how many episodes I'm gonna be doing each week I guarantee at least one but, you know, you never know. There could be some stuff that happens that it makes, you know, makes me want to get on here and talk about it. So we'll see. Um, but, guys, it is great to be a Michigan Wolverine right now. Uh, I'm scared. I'm excited. I'm everything. Everything you can think of. Uh, so, you know, remember, always and forever, guys. Go Blue. Maze and Blue Nation, it's Tom Brady. I co-founded Autograph with one mission in mind, change the fan experience for the better. That's why I'm excited to announce the release of a new app that recognizes the biggest Michigan fans. The Autograph Fandom app gives you access to the best Michigan content, fan challenges, and exclusive rewards for diehard Wolverines. All for doing the things you already do, like listening to this podcast. Head over to the Apple App Store and search for Autograph Rewarding Fans and download today. Hey, just like my good buddy Tom Brady just said, download the app Autograph rewarding fans, use my code MFRANT and start getting rewarded today. All right, go blue.